tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.
And you're live on Joy 99.7 FM. This is Ghana Connect. My name is Evans Mensah. So yesterday, something very rare happened. Government was forced to fully comply with the wishes of a group of protesters. And that rarely happens in Ghana. In our first Republican history, many will point to Kumi Preko way back uh, in the uh, mid-90s. Uh, 1995 as one of the most effective protests that forced the government into a complete retreat. And I bet you will possibly struggle to find another example where government bowed to pressure from a street protest and fully, I mean fully complied with the wishes of the protesters. But that is exactly what happened yesterday. Two things above all was unique about this protest for me. It was a protest by pensioners, mostly elderly men and women, and secondly, it was a protest that lasted eight straight days with the participants determined to continue until they got what they wanted. Another extremely rare characteristic of Ghanaian protests. Often in Ghana, it's a day you go, you, 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 you march, you get to a particular uh, convergence point, they address them, people disperse, and it's over. Right? But this was different. They went to one particular location every single day, holding up placards, and they were determined we won't leave until you give us what we're asking for. Now, this protest by our fathers and grandmothers had staying power. It was persistent with a clearly defined singular demand that never wavered. So in the era of, you've, you've had a lot of the names, Fix the Country, Economic Fighters League, Arrives Ghana, by the way, they attempted also to occupy uh, Parliament at the point, Ben and Mona and his group, to, to stay there until they got results. They didn't have the same staying power, right? In the era of, of these groups, all led by the youth, what can the younger generation of activists learn from this older generation, if at all? It has ended. In Ghana, our beloved country is free forever. You see, we shouldn't have taken our elderly through this process. But of course, it shows that this country, there will always be people who will stand up for some of these things. And the young ones, I'm encouraging you. Now, when it gets your time, look at what is happening. Say, no, this one is not right. I will fight for it. And uh, if we get many of you also doing that, the nation will be uh, a, a successful nation. That, by the way, is Dr. Iduananiyemchi. He is the convener of the Individual Pensioners Bondholders Forum. And this was just yesterday when the finance minister before parliament announced that he has granted them explicit exemption. He didn't only say that on the floor. He followed up with a letter with clear terms written and signed. That's all they've been asking for for a long time. And it was a significant battle between themselves and the, the finance ministry. And just after the finance minister's announcement, he gave that interview and already began to hint and encouraging the young ones. You heard him say that. I'm encouraging the young ones to fight. He says, this is, this is an example of how you, could, you can do it. Um, I'm paraphrasing that. But, but in essence, that's what he was saying there, saying the young ones. If, this is an example of how you can do it. You can, get, you can achieve stuff. Um, and, and don't give up, in, in a sense, he was saying there. But that's on a very important point, and that's, that's, we are picking up from, from that advice, because he let them. I mean, as I said, this is pretty rare, to get a protest, to convince government, well, to force government to give away everything else they didn't want to get before. The finance minister tried, kicked, screamed,
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Just to avoid writing in a letter to them that I've exempted you. Instead of doing that, he moved from 0% coupon to 15%, brought it down from 15 years in terms of maturity to five years. They still said, no way, we aren't taking it. And the thing about this that interests me is the deal that the pensioners got was far better than the others, the other individual bondholders who were below 59 years. They got 10% coupon and, and 5% maturity tenure, right? And, and even for that, the, the individual bondholders were below 59 years. They said, okay, we are fine. We will, we will, we will exercise our right to self-exempt. We, we are cool. We will not protest anymore. We are, we are fine, right? But in, even with 15%, these, these group of protesters say they, they, they were determined to continue. And many thought, but, but you're being too much. You're being unrealistic, unreasonable. Um... And the finalists that kept arguing with them, saying, but more than 80% of you, you have maturity uh, in terms of the, the span of your, of your bonds. Most of them, your, your bonds mature after the fourth year. So I've actually done you a favor by bringing your maturities to five years so you can pick your money away and leave quickly. And they still said, no way. Ask for that. Leave it to us. Finalists started telling them, well, look, you can't trade it if there was an emergency. Because tradability will be an issue. They said, well, no way, we don't, we don't care. Leave it. We made a decision to go. Just give us exemption. And interesting thing, the day before the exemption was granted, the finance was, was meeting with them. And he said, listen, I have done everything. Now, tell me what I haven't done. He said, I, I don't understand why you're still here. <laughs> and was questioning why they're still protesting. Because the finance minister, again, was forced in the letter before then in the last paragraph, the first time he's done so, to explicitly mention the pensioners and say, I will pay you when your coupons are due. He mentioned them by name. I'll pay you in line with government fiscal commitment. Mention the pensioners by name. And said, I will pay you. They still said, no way, we don't, we don't want that. What we want is for you to tell me you've exempted. And guess what? They got exactly that. After all the back and forth, the fight, the screaming, the kicking by the finance minister, they dragged him kicking and screaming to signing that letter to give them that permission. Well, what is it that the younger generation can learn from that? Maybe this is an exaggeration, but I have connectors who know how to tackle this subject. Most of them are activists themselves. And it's an interesting conversation because we are going to be connecting the older generation to, to the younger ones so they can have a conversation on this very subject. And I'm delighted to say that Dr. Uh, Edwin Anientri himself is connecting with us on Zoom. Hello, Doc. Yeah, hi. How are you? Doc, I'm, I'm doing fantastic. And thank you very much uh, for 
for connecting. And I've, I've been talking to you for so long now. You seem like uh, you, you are my father. Um, <laughs> I mean, since, yeah. this, since this uh, fight started almost every day, I, I speak to you. Uh, I'm delighted that you've joined us. Uh, tonight, we are not talking about the pain of whether your money is going to be paid or honored or exemption or not. We're talking about something bigger. And you said it yourself. You started that conversation yesterday when you spoke to the press, You're talking about the young people and what they could do. To, to, to get development and progress for Ghana. So stay with me. I'm invited a, a, a few young ones uh, to join the conversation, many of them activists themselves in their own right. Uh, Hadi Yakubu is the coordinator of the African Rising, a pan-African movement mobilizing people and organizations across the continent and diaspora to achieve unity, peace, justice, and dignity. And uh, Hadi, by the way, congratulations on your new role. Uh, have you left the Economic Fighters League yet, Hadi? Hello, Hadi. Um, it was great, thanks, and uh, it's been a while. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> there's no leaving the Economic Fighters League. I have stepped down as fighter general, um, and there'll be the 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 um, there'll be a transition process. Namata is acting now, but I'm still very much a fighter. Yeah. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Okay, so the man is ascending. Uh, great. Great to have you, Hadi. Uh, thanks for staying and agreeing to connect. Um, uh, Peter Kilsing is a youth activist, a former student leader. Uh, Kilsing, always a delight to have you. Oh, guess who else is connecting? Abdul Karim Ibrahim. He's uh, uh, research, a journalist, and a graduate student. He, he has the activist blood in him. And I remember sitting down with this uh, gentleman, Abdul Karim, and he was talking about activism. He asked me, why are you not an activist? I, I'm not. I don't have it in me. I, I, I see myself more as a fact as a factivist i i just follow the facts i am not an activist said, you have to uh, so I, I i'm delighted to have him and he, he accepts that uh, i don't have it in me but i i would follow and, and help and help those like him who who go i mean we can't all be activists can we some will have to you know support those from the front line i i Karim, you won't disagree with that will you um, I know I <laughs> okay, great. Great, great to have you, Abdul. Uh, and guess who else is connecting with us tonight? I, I, I love hearing her passion uh, for, for activism. And she was a lone female voice, I dare say, among the Fix the Country uh, movement and, and, and conveners. Felicity oh. Nelson is with the Fix the Country Hi. campaign and, and connects with us. Hello, Felicity. Hi, good evening. How are you? I am doing fine. Always a delight to hear you, Felicity. I'm, I'm so happy that you could join us <laughs> on this conversation. Thank you for having me. Uh, indeed. Uh, Doctor, Dr. Anandito, let me start with you. So, Doc, when you said yesterday to the journalists after the announcement that you've gotten everything you wanted and you signaled to the youth that you can also do this and you can also bring progress, help me understand what you were saying there. Well, uh, you know, we have to uh, agitate for all this before we got what we wanted. Uh, and my advice was that uh, the youth should learn from these elderly people that it is not the violent nature of protest that can give you what you want. And so when you needed something and you hit the street, damaging uh, vehicles, anything that's the way you want to make it, uh, setting some people's cars at a place, burning ties, sometimes blocking a whole uh, highway, confronting the police 
and in the, in the process sometimes shots are fired and people lose their lives. And I was saying that you can do peaceful protests and still achieve what you want to achieve. Otherwise, if it's only through Hello, dog. Hello, dog. Oh, goodness me. Uh, we may have lost him. Hello, dog. I... Okay. Uh, let's see if we can get him back on the line uh, right now. What's the challenge? Okay. Um, well, let's reconnect the established color. But he, was, he started off by making sure. a point. Hello, dog. I can, I, I'm beginning to hear you now. Can you hear me? Oh, you do it. I went off. Can you hear me, sir? Yes. Fantastic. I lost you briefly. I can hear you. Yes, please make a point. Oh, sorry. Yes, I was saying, I was pointing out that uh, uh, the destructive nature of uh, demonstration that they use are uh, always involved, damaging properties. Even when you are at school, the school property that you are using, the school bus that takes you, you bend it down, uh, confront uh, the police, you bend people. Sometimes people even passes by, people who, are, who, doesn't, who don't know what you are doing. Well, we're having a challenge with that, with his connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very close. Through the uh, yeah, show of uh, might that you can get what you want to get, you can achieve this. These people didn't have any Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. At all, but we're able to uh, uh, do what they have done and go to the results that we want. Sometimes even the approach is rare. Not get what you want. People rather end up in the police stands after they have done all this violence. Then the you know, who wanted to give is rather true purpose for and now it becomes fighting. I mean, Doc, I, I'm, I'm going to call you on the better line, um, but I, I think I got a first gist of the of what you believe, uh, you know, contributed to the success, and I'm pretty sure there are more elements and nuances in that. I'll get more from from you on this, but at least he set the tone for this conversation. Uh, Felicity, what do you say to Dr. Duana Nguyenchi? Um, well, I find it very interesting that, you know, his first, you know, you want to give advice that, oh, yeah, copy, you know, young people copy us. And his first instance is don't be violent. And for within that is, an, is like a, a, a perception and a false perception that young people, when they go for protests, tend to be violent. That isn't the case. And also there's a lack of acknowledgement 
about the fact that it's very difficult, like there's very few avenues for young people to be able to address, like for, for their concerns to be addressed. Um, when you think about the fact that every, for example, when we wanted to go and pick it on the e-levy at Parliament, you know, we had an agreement, we'd spoken to the police, and they agreed we'd be allowed in the chamber. We get to the gate of Parliament, there's like a ridiculous um, police presence, very antagonistic, very, you know, very, um, just they look so angry, so aggressive, and, you know, and we'd agreed on these terms, and they'd agree, we'd spoken to the police prior to that, we'd gotten permission and everything, we get that that day's been changed. You, If you notice, how much, what, where was the police presence when the um, pensioners were um, going, were doing their picketing? outside of the finance ministry, do you think that how many young people would be allowed to even dream of picketing at the finance ministry? And let me give you another example. When we're going to court on the case, when, when were the police had sought an injunction against us on the, for, when, in regard, regarding the fact that we couldn't go on a protest, when we were going to court and we had a court hearing, one of the days we got outside of the court, the police refused to let, I'm a, I was a party to the case, they refused to let us into the court. There was like about 50 policemen outside the gates. One of them even ended up assaulting me. So, you know, we have to, if we're going to be having these conversations, let's, uh, let's have them in a very holistic Let's put it in the right context. Let's look at the nuances, the differences between how the state treats young people. Because remember that culturally we are ageist. We don't we don't respect young people. We have this whole thing of the adult is always right. So so we the as older people picketing and protesting, they must they must acknowledge their privilege because we live in a society that you know respects older people very much. You know we give them a lot of grace. So when they when the way they'll be treated and the way we are treated is not the same. And if you're in a privileged position, you're being treated better. Don't look at us and say copy us without looking at how you are privileged. And um, I just want to, I really want to touch on because there's always this sense of every time young people want to go and protest, you'll find that there's this heavy, uh, there, there's the army, there's, you know, all of these things, the police, heavy artillery out, you know, they've got tear, sometimes tear gas. Look at what they did to the, um, the law students, right? So it's, there's, a, there's a perception that young people are violent. So before we even set up, before we even leave our homes to go out there and protest on whatever issue, they're ready to meet us with force. So it is actually the state which is which is violent. It is the state which is the aggressor, not the young people who want to want to go and protest or picket for their rights. So I just I just I think I want to start the conversation on that note. Okay, and I think you you touched on the point there about the ageism, but also the the privilege. Do I hear you say uh, put the sac the, the success of their protest down largely to the fact that they are elderly? Yeah, I, I think I definitely think there was an element of that, but it's, I'm not. I'm not going to discount privilege by itself. Is it? Yeah, they had the privilege of being older, but they were very consistent, right? They didn't just do a one-day thing. And I think that's that. For for example, is actually admirable and something that we as young people need to learn to do. You know, because they were they they were there for what eight seven, nine days. They were eight, eight straight you know, every days. Yes. Pardon. Eight days, eight straight days. Yeah, eight, yeah, eight days. You know, so the consistency, because a lot of the time we don't, a lot of sometimes we don't do the follow through. So I think in terms of the, even the consistency also um, um, contributed, but also even having someone like Sophia Kufu, who is who was part of this regime, who has stepped out, who's no more the chief justice, coming and lending her voice. Because if we're going to be honest, they were picketing, but even the media wasn't paying a lot of attention to the issue. 
But the minute Sophia got involved and she went to sit there with them because of who she is, you know, the position that, again, privilege again, right? You know, how we're prioritizing and amplifying the voices of people like her over the other voices. Suddenly, it was like the main issue in the media. And the last few days, that's literally been like the trending topic. What is Sophia saying? You know, so all of these things, you cannot you cannot um, discount the impact that that um, that played in terms of um, them being able to achieve their aims. Interesting first thoughts, and I've noted them down. And and Dr. Duanamintu is listening. He would he would take them uh, one by one and then address them. But I want to uh, hear from you, Hardy. You've been doing this for a while. You wear your red berets as a sign of you know protest and and defiance. What's what's your comment on on this? Yeah, Evans. Uh, thank you. I was hoping that you allow Felicity or Karim. Oh, sorry, Karam. I'm losing you. Um, if you can speak up a bit, Hadi. Yeah, hello, Evans. Can you Loud hear me? Loud and clear now. Go. Yes, I was saying that. Uh, thank you. And I was, I was actually hoping that you would allow Felicity or Karim to speak before me. Oh, Felicity just spoke. Um, so either of them, it's, it's you. Be, either of, them, of them would be able to articulate <laughs> the response to what uh, Dr. Anani has said better than me. Uh, but yeah, uh, Felicity has done that pretty well. Um, but I think there is another false assumption that we also need to confront. It is not true that uh, young people's protest or confrontation with the system has not achieved anything. Um, and once I make this point, I'll, I'll, I'll make two other points and then I'll rest my case. Um, um, everybody here will remember um, the, what the, what 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 happened with Drop That Chamber, right? Um, young people rose up and raised their voices across the country, um, um, first on social media and then threats of demonstration, uh, and then um, you know you know the escalation. I was I was uh, um, I was then fighting. Wait, well, one of your members was arrested, correct? If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, somebody was arrested. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Enesabo was arrested, but there was an escalation when we went to Parliament um, to do to do the protest in the House. You know, when when they wouldn't listen to anybody from outside protesting from outside the House, and the chamber was dropped. That was a momentous achievement for young people. Um, Two hundred million dollars was saved for this country, um, and I want to just juxtapose that with what you've just described as success for the pensioners. Um, I think you see where I'm going with this. This was a confrontation against the system in favor of the whole country because the argument was what? Um, what, what, what was the argument about? The argument was we need to 200 million to build schools so that children can learn better. We need 200 million to build hospitals so that children can learn better. As opposed to let us stay and we're not going until we, we get exempted. This is this is more personal, right? So I want you to I want you to 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 recognize that that sort of that sort of um, distinction, and let's take it a bit further. And I would I would even I would even be bold to say that it's it speaks of a generational a generational characteristic. And, and, and I'm not afraid to say that. I, I think that the generation, this current generation, um, those are the pensioners, the Akufuados, the, uh, these, these people who have been 
the beneficiaries, the largest beneficiaries of the uh, of what Providence can provide to this our country. They are by far the most selfish generation, and I'm not afraid to say this. I will say it again anyway, because I mean, if you look at the kind of damage that generation has done to this country, you will not, you will not, you. I think that there needs to be an acknowledgement of some sort of of they 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 have and if if i mean in any case if young people who are focused on changing the system on making sure that the system is is reformed or the system is overwhelmed overhauled to benefit everybody in ghana rather than just their person themselves as their persons we're getting support from the elderly who are now purporting to teach us how to protest <laughs> I think we wouldn't even have got to a point where the finance minister has the arrogance, has the arrogance to touch pensioners first, because he would be afraid of what young people would do if he were to touch their grandfathers and their fathers' pensions. But because the older generation are want to, you know, to satisfy themselves in what they can get for themselves, look at all what is happening with our roads. Whenever a road is bad, they buy a V8. When, when, when there is no water flowing, they get a polytank when, or, or a borehole when electricity, you know, it's always about what can I do to escape the systemic rot and the systemic injustice that is rather than what we are always protesting against, which is confronting the systems of oppression and making sure that the systems of oppression are dismantled, not only for us, but for everybody in the country and for everybody who is yet to come into the generation. And those of them who are honest enough will acknowledge this. And they will acknowledge that what happened, you know, good and well as it was, would not have happened if they had, you know, if they had contributed to the long struggle of young people to ensure that this false republic that has been foisted on us, that does not serve our purpose, that has imposed a constitution that is completely bogus and fraudulent. If they had supported us all this while to get rid of that, that constitution and make sure that the country is, is reformed to benefit everybody rather than just a few at the top, there would not be room for a finance minister or a president to be so arrogant as to touch pensioners first. And and Hadi, stay with me. You raised so many very fundamental issues, and Felicity as well. Abdul Karim and Kelsing, uh, just a second. Uh, I want to bring back in uh, Doctor Edwana Niyemchi. Uh, Doc, so you've had the young activists raise a few yeah. concerns that make it harder for them to achieve results. What do you say to Hadi and Felicity, for example? Well, you see, it is sometimes even controlling. They are not able to control themselves. That's one key thing. Even if you have asked young people, they themselves, who are their leaders, have decided that this is the route. Many at times, people will go against their own rules that they have set for themselves. That is a, a, a factor. Uh, the, 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 the patience is not there. As the elderly will exercise that patience, you you saw what happened 
why these young guys wanted to come and assist him. Yes, and, and for those who don't know, let me just uh, give the context to that. So it was the day before the finance minister went to parliament. It was on a Wednesday. And some of the young protesters joined you, uh, Bakavoma War and others. And I recall watching this on television when the finance minister was meeting you in the open and then had asked the question of one of your colleague pensioners to try and interact with him. And then yes. I think be in, in, I had at, at the back, I think Volmer yes. or somebody tried to, uh, you know, take over and, and ask the question in the way. And, and I had you or somebody quickly shouting that you're not one of us. And it, it sort of caused a bit of a commotion and finally that I had to retreat into his office. That's what you're referring to. Yes. I, I, I came out to say, you came to help us. Do what we are doing. If you came to help me to sleep, why you come? You help me to sleep. You don't come and do any other job by helping me to, to, to sleep. So that, that's one thing that uh, the young ones should, uh, should learn. Uh, insulting, I have told people, and I was in the, some uh, radio programs or TV programs with young people fighting the same uh, cause. And I told them, your, your, your mood of fighting is not right. Uh, they will tell you, you are a regulator, so you do your everything uh, diplomatically. As for it, we have to do this, we have to shout, we have to insult. You see? Then I said, is that what will give you the result? They say, yes. If you don't insult, if you don't do this, you, you don't see it. You know, that is a worry that I, 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 I see that. It is not the insulting, the, you know, the uh, exhibiting that uh, uh, behavior. It's what will give you what you want. Just a That look, I'm being a peaceful demonstration. I'll continue to make it peaceful. Sometimes you, 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 they, they put a, a place that, uh, a barrier that here you cannot, this is security zone, so stay here. I believe if they stay there and they are peaceful staying there, they could still get their results. But you see, they will say, don't go beyond it because of their usefulness and uh, they have the strength sometimes. They want to show that they also, also have the strength. You see them pushing uh, these uh, things against uh, the police to give them away. That is what results of this uh, confrontation, and sometimes they will spray you with some. Uh, uh, I mean, no, no, no. What what about Hadi's point that the younger generation um, are, are taking on issues that are very national in nature, affects everybody else in this country? He mentions the. Uh, drop that chamber protest, which was in essence stopping Parliament from spending more than two hundred million dollars of the taxpayers' money to build another chamber of Parliament where they could have used that to improve education, for example, and it makes the point that the your protest was was a was 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 a protest that was demanding uh, interventions that was that will only benefit a, a small group, a small group, extremely small group of people in comparison with the rest, and that that possibly was why it was easier for you to get it. But also, it also shows a certain disconnect between 
what the youth is taking on and what the young, the, the, older, the older generation have done. And many believe that in this case, for example, the older generation would not have been this vociferous and vocal and persistent in the protest if it didn't touch them personally. Well, what do you say to Hadi? Yes, every, 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 everybody understands that, that uh, you can fight for the whole nation. Even 10 people can do something, act in a certain manner that can affect the whole nation. So I don't think the it should be related to whether it is a class of the society or is it the whole population. So you will say if it's uh, the wider population, then it demands some stronger uh, show of force. If it's for a smaller society, then you don't have to show that. And I believe, as you all know, even smaller, smaller groups, even at their, at their schools, uh, on campuses, that's not for the whole Ghana. They still are not able to do the things in a more peaceful manner. The word is, we don't say you don't do it, but how the things generate. Everybody may be going there uh, thinking that it's going to be peaceful, but you have some few people who will decide to do things that will result in the whole thing becoming unreality situation. For example, when we were meeting, some few people thought that, look, from where we are, you know, the street there, especially people who can work, why don't we take our placard and move on the street? I said, no, that is not what we say we are coming to do here. You say we are coming to compare here, compare that if we are comparing things at one place, we are not moving around. These are things that if you if the young ones are involved and say no, no, don't do that. Let's remain here. They may not understand you. Then they will do that. And the city people say, Well, you have reached the rules because we are supposed to be just around here. Look at where some of the people are going. That is a challenge for the, 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 the young generation, the younger ones, when they are involved in some of these things. You may have a, a good idea about it. You won't do this, you won't do this. But by the time you get there, before you realize somebody has started something, and that threw uh, through the whole thing uh, overboard. And everybody will be blaming that hey, they have gone to the violence. It might be that just one person who decided to breach your own rules that you have set for yourself. We are going through this bridge. The police know we are going through this before we realize some of them have bright to other areas. Mm. So so that's a very important point for you. I'll come to you shortly to address the subject of the ages in bed, the fact that you were elderly and Felicity says possibly privileged because of your you know previous status when you were active that possibly aided the success of your protest but ha, um uh, Karim let me hear you and then uh, 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 Kilsing as well Karim so um why am I, I was hearing so much about a certain distinction between the problems that so-called young people suffer and experience as opposed to, for instance, what the 
uh, elderly people may be experiencing. When I uh, listen to Dr. Nanyeje, I, I get an impression, and, and, and that's the impression that one gets uh, all across, uh, uh, I mean, almost everywhere in our own experiences, that at some point people get to this level where they, they sit back and then watch. And I remember there at the UN MFAPO, uh, we're dealing with uh, a proverb in, in tree uh, that says that opening uh, game and And for all of those things, I, I wonder really if this pensioners problem was truly and exclusively a pensioners problem. If you listen to the argument that they were making almost all the time, you would get the impression that nobody wants to be a burden upon their family. And when they talk about their family, in this case, who are they referring to, for instance, chances are younger versions of themselves in the family, among many other things like that. And then again, the bit about privilege that uh, I think it is very important that, that those who led this particular campaign would listen to is that, of course, by the nature of this conversation, it puts what they have done against what other people are doing. For that matter, we would have to um as it were deconstruct some of the things that happen in there and allows to be very honest there's nothing intrinsically or exclusively or inherent to what the pensioners did that caused them to get the success that they got because what happened the best of it all would be that they picketed continuously for for seven days or eight days but apart from that what was the number for instance of people who were there and then again the way that positions also the government or the other alternative in many instances on the other side is problematic because it assumes that today because pensioners and to be very honest i want to believe that it is for the lack of of strength and all of those things that come with youthfulness that is why their approach for instance to the the, the the way that it did and many of them as we have come to know when they were young like us they did not confront problems in a very mild look back uh, position and for me it is all of those things and the moral significance that we place on the idea of the elderly is what has gotten them where they have gotten to and so let the impression not be created and again here it is not that somebody is fighting them but let the impression not be created that the way out is how they have done it and that if everybody did that when law students for instance marched peacefully on the protest of a crowd because they just wanted to have further rights to access education what did Madam Sofia Kufu's um, um, judicial council or board or, or, or however we call it do about that? When she, for instance, had an opportunity to speak on, on, on a matter of this particular nature, what did she say? She almost ridiculed everybody and played uh, uh, kind of a play with it to say that the, the law legal profession is the, um, uh, uh, I mean, noble profession. All of those things mean something. And so, maybe maybe the elderly may not appreciate the intersectionality of the problems that we are talking about here and that in this instance because it specifically attracted them and then again appealed to the general Ghanaian moral superficial uh, uh, I mean, vague orientation where because it is the elderly there's, there's a certain aversion that we have that it is there's a sight that we cannot see but that never went into interrogating, for instance, and I mentioned this on your show the, the, the other time. It didn't interrogate, for instance, what this also means for a 30-year-old disabled teacher who put his money somewhere and has no other person to rely on. I am not sure, and I don't mean to, to take on uh, Dr. Ananyanchi, but because he is on the show here, I am not sure, for instance, that 
he, his case may exactly be worse than this teacher in the scenario that I'm creating. Okay, so, so for me, it is good what we have gotten from there, but let us not exaggerate its place within the context of protest culture in Ghana and use it as a model experience that we must all buy. And if we don't, then maybe the occasional sprinkling of, uh, uh, as, as it has been phrased, the occasional sprinkling of water and tear gas and all of those things may not happen if we all go around and, and put our hands behind our back. The people we are dealing with have been shown that that is how they go about their things, everyone. And, and, and Karim, you said something that triggered something that Madame Sofia Kufu said subsequently uh, to, his, uh, to her protest to my colleague Raymond Aqua. Uh, about the relationship between her generation and mm-hmm. our generation, uh, yeah. and Raymond Akwa is joining me right now because I want I want him to 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 restate that point because I had I had to say that to him in that exclusive interview. Raymond, wh- what is it that Madame Madame Sofia Kufu admitted to when she compared her generation in terms of what they've done or haven't done, and this current generation? So, Emma, she was categorical that from reviewing her time in the country. And the very thing she has done, and being 24 years at the Supreme Court, she's convinced that the older generation, her generation, has failed the younger generation. In fact, it's one of the reasons she believes that the time she has on her hands now, she will do everything possible to try and pursue causes that would suggest to the generality of this country that there's a problem we ought to fix. And she said categorically that after this protest, I will take on other courses and make sure that I prove or get the people to understand that they are not alone in this fight and that we need to do more for Ghana and send a better signal to the younger generation that can create a better Ghana for them. I find that very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Kilsing, what do you say to that? I mean, this is uh, Madame Sofia Kufu. She goes out there. We've not seen her as a protester before, but she does. And then she tells Raymond in that exclusive interview, you can watch it, it's on, uh, on our many social media platforms, that admitting that her generation had failed our generation and that it's the reason why she's all making up, making up for, for that by now stepping in and, and fighting. Does, what does that say about this conversation we are having, uh, Kelsey? Yes, uh, genuinely, I do agree with this course of opinion that is being shared, you know, on this panel. I also do agree to an extent of what Madame Sofia Kufu mentioned that her generation hasn't done enough to live up to standards and fight for the course that we are all pursuing. But this is one thing that we must also understand on the age factor of the entire conversation. We have this moral significance of respecting the aged and always prioritizing their interests. And so we say that in our local parlance that uh, I mean, to wait, uh, there, is, there is classically no way the elderly can be wrong in any sense. And so, even if they exhausted the most uncomfortable way of protesting or um, confronting the problem that was in front of them. Definitely, the finance minister was going to budge and give them the audience they deserve. We have always had this consciousness of not, um, I mean, considering whatever the young have to say, even if they are right or wrong. It is for that reason why the young have been very radical in our approach. And once you know, we must also consider is that the kind of energy levels of the young compared to the old 
are completely different. And so if you went to a protest field and the young were pretty radical or aggressive, that would be much more understandable than the aged who would relatively um, behave less aggressive or less radical. And so for me, about this whole argument that has been put before us, it's, it's something that we have to look at. The older generations we may have done their bit. If you look at the fight towards our democracy, between, I mean, the present independence era to date, it's them who have been lifting the balance of our flag, have protesting, let the blood flow, this and that, carrying cocoa from the from the farmlands onto the mainland for transport or export and etc. They have done their part, of course, their part is not enough. But that is what you must understand. What I am hoping for is that the current youth who are protesting or who are aggressive about some of the negative nuances of our democracy would not get up there and do completely different from what we generally expect. The fact of the matter is that we have a lot of youth who have got into the top echelons of politics. Some have been named minister. I mean, currently in our political space, we are encouraging more youth in top ministerial jobs or top state jobs. If you look at the current government today, a lot more of them are relatively younger and are holding responsible capacities. But what has been their output? And so, Madame Sofia Kufu is admitting that the generation has not done enough. But the fact of the matter is, how prepared is our generation to take up the mantle of leadership when the time is up? We take a look at student politics and the conduct of young leaders in that sphere, and it's absolutely terrible. You look at the, the ones already who are holding positions in their various parties and their their dignity and honesty levels, and there's nothing to speak about. It is rightly unspeakable. And so, would it continue to be a mere expression of rhetoric? Every day we talk about the fact that um, we are not given the opportunity, they early have failed us, it is time for us to take the mantle and etc. How prepared are we? That is the question. They are defending their interests because. It is something that has that has, that has really come hard against them. The fact of the matter is that we very soon would have the month to make a statement, to make a case, and the 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 the, the, the most apt opportunity to actually make a statement is is is, is when we are given a responsibility and they have to perform. And the, the the entire I mean eyes of the world is on you. There is a deep expectation for you to live up to. A certain duty and do not perform, that becomes catastrophic. And so it should not remain just about Madame Superkufo saying that she's disappointed and etc. Um, she thinks that now the only slice on her it is incumbent on her to do better. And to salvage the lost glory of their generation and help our response. The most important thing for us is to understand that if today Madame Felicity Nelson or Hadi Akub or, or um, um, Abdul Karim or any of us is in the position. Would we repeat what the enemy have done or we will live differently up to the task and glorify our generations to come? Yeah, I, I mean, and, and that's that's a fundamental question, I guess. There's a lot of food for thought here uh, on the back of this conversation that this has triggered. And I want to come back to uh, Dr. Donald Entry just as a wrapping up and before I come back to all of you to wrap up with is there anything though we're learning from all of this in spite of the different nuanced positions we've taken uh, Dr. Donald Entry so um, I, I, I come back to you with, with a question would you would you concede that the success of your protest 
uh, a primary reason why, an important reason why it was, it, it, you had the outcome that you had, was because of the reverence that as a society we give to the elderly. And that was a, a main issue in your success. Would you concede that? Well, you see, one thing that it was you to know, uh, I've always been telling the young ones that uh, sometimes they, we are rushing as if the world is going to end tomorrow. The speed at which we want to get things done, rush, that's another factor. Uh, sometimes it may not take you just one day of demonstration to achieve something, but maybe continuous. You think if we have done it two days, uh, some people were still uh, talking that look, we, we are tired. We must uh, find a way of ending this. But we no, we have to continue uh, until we get what we want. It cannot be given to us just one day. That is another factor with uh, young ones. Uh, they, 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 they want results as quickly as possible uh, and, and so uh, if something that might they, they wouldn't be able to take time for a longer period to get the uh, solution but they want to uh, get it as, as, as soon as, as possible and, and and if you do that sometimes you go to Thursday and then for your life but if you are consistent peacefully but consistently you are doing it peacefully. The emphasis is, 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 is the, the trouble makers that, uh, that, 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 that you see in this uh, demonstration. Not everybody uh, goes uh, go there with that aim of going to, you can see we are going to have a peaceful demonstration. But before you realize somebody from day one, that is not, is, is not for peace. That is not his matter or her matter is not for peace. If you to ask them to converge at one place and stay there without moving, it is the controlling. You can't control them. Somebody will move and go and do something that will jeopardize the whole peaceful uh, atmosphere that, that they, they want to, to achieve. So that, that is the challenge that uh, must be addressed. And, and it's a big question. I think I want the uh, you can't uh, determine what anybody wants to do, but in general, everyone uh, of them says that the forest, we won't go to this extent. We will keep within this uh, space. I believe they can, they can still get what they want. What the results. Um, Dr. Eduardo, thank you very much. And by the way, Doc has told us that he is not stopping the activism culture that he and his colleague pensioners have started. He's transforming the group into a, 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 a domestic creditor committee that will begin to still advocate on the behalf of you know those who lend to the country locally. I, I want to come back to my, my, my connectors on the, on, the, on the other line about now that we're wrapping up. Felicity, there's something that I just said there about the staying power that young mm. activists tend to <laughs> want to do this in a day mm. and they don't follow up and they think it's okay and they, but what they did was to go there and, oh yes they were sitting but they did it 
consistently until they were determined. If you don't give me, I'm not mm. stopping protesting. Is that something mm. possibly that we could take out well, of this as young people? And well, first of all, the fact that, you know, Fix the Country has been going for, what, two years? You know, we've heard about, what, five, five protests already? So when you tell me about consistency and showing up someone that's been doing it for two years and someone that's done it for seven days, so already let me just, you know, show that that is it's not something we need to learn. We, we already have that we we are consistent we are doing that um but i do want i do want to also add that you know we need to as a he wasn't even on this conversation today you have even on this conversation you've given him more time to speak than any of us even at play at play is ageism you've let him speak more than all of us you know you've given him more more airtime than all of us it's all so even in this very little conversation what we're, the privilege we're talking about is here it's literally happening but however he's not he's not gonna he's not gonna be willing to acknowledge his privilege and that's okay because privilege is blinding so i can understand that but my point is moving forward as a nation we need to understand we shouldn't just fight for things which affect us personally you know because even when you think about these individual bondholders why are they doing these things in silos they should have they should have done all of this as a collective every time okay okay the nurses that will go on a little strike oh um policemen oh um de doctors they're constantly doing things in silos as opposed to recognizing that these issues are systemic and we need to fight them as a collective. We need to collaborate and work together to find a way to solve the systemic issues. You know, do, this one thing has not solved our problems. It's not solved our financial. It's solved a few people's problems, but the individual, what happens to the individual bondholders? What happens to the economy itself? It's crashing. So my, my the, the thing I just want to leave us with is just recognizing that we all have a part to play and just moving beyond things that affect us and not just always waiting to move into action only when things affect us. Karim? Well, Evans, for me, I think that the, the conversation is very important. We need to situate it within a proper context. And this is not a debate against um, the elderly generation. But let us not exaggerate the significance of what they have done over this past few weeks or days that has benefited from our collective support as a model for us to 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 use the independent struggle leaders didn't use the approach that dr nanyanchi did if they did we probably still will be under um, um a colonial oppression um hadi hadi yeah, are you um, on yes yeah thank you so um i think uh, maybe yes, we, we accept the advice that Dr. Anneli has given, but there are a couple of advice, uh, pieces of advice that we also have for him um, and that we would like him to also give to his colleagues and, and generation. Um, first is that um, those of them who um, were you know young during the independence era, they attended education for free. They, are, they got health care for free. They got almost everything that Providence could afford our nation to give them. Um, when they took over, what have they done? They've settled out with us with a country that in 100 years will still have so much debt to pay that our, those of us who are young now and have no kids, our great-great-grandchildren will still be in debt. What have they done? They have destroyed completely the foundation that the independence generation uh, created. What have they done? They have completely handed over our economy to international monopoly capital, our gold, our oil, our bauxite, almost everything that we hold there as resources that Providence has provided. 
has been handed over to international monopoly company. So that's here is an advice. Can he, uh, Dr. Anani, um, was giving us advice on how to protest, also advise his, his his generation in power to to manage the economy well, so that pensioners would not have to go and stay at the finance ministry for seven days um, in order to be exempted from a dubious debt exchange program. The, the, ne the next advice is that those of them who are outside, um, those of them who are outside and have not been in government, uh, can he advise them, including himself, that when they are protesting or when young people are protesting, now, first of all, when they are protesting, they should protest about things that affect not only them, but things that affect the, uh, all Ghanaians, including their children, their grandchildren, and their grandchildren's children. Or at least if they don't have the energy so to do, which is, you know, clearly um, obvious, um, at least they offer some support to the young people who are who are protesting to change the systems that hold all of us captive. Mm. And, 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 and this clearly shows that this conversation needs to continue because, and, and Hadi, you make the, the point and you're also, of course, offering what you believe could be an advice that the older generation would take. But I guess in uh, Madame Sofia Kufu's admission to my colleague Roman Aqua that they failed this current generation, is 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 here in a way saying yeah your advice is something that we take and we admit that yes we've not done enough and so maybe now um before god calls them is there time now to to put in which is what she says she's going to do put in her bed to sort of you know le level it up a bit uh before you know it, it becomes too late but listen this is a really interesting conversation many of you on social media uh, have also joined us with your thoughts and just before i go i'm taking uh kilson's time uh, to share some of your messages uh, on on social media i want to read uh, a few of the messages that you shared uh, with us on, on social media uh, mainly on uh, on whatsapp Uh, Vincent in Accra says the, the older generation middle class will only protest if the situation negatively affects them. Otherwise, they will stay mute. They are just um, taking care of the personal issues, he says. Uh, this one from Adam in North Canadia, a long one, but says in a nutshell, the pensioner bondholder should just give utmost credit to the former chief justice. The presence only moved the government to act fast. It made government unpopular. The rest of Doc Anani's submission didn't... Uh, make uh, much of an impact let's be honest uh you had a yariga the group ought to have visited the the court for redress and also uh, this for guy fox says uh my perspective is simple in ghana we have a culture that awards respect to senior what seniors whether they are making uh the right noises or not and we have a culture of outright intolerance of youth whether they are right or not i, I dare say that if they, it had been young people who had picketed at the finance ministry, uh, they would have been met uh, with, he says, uh, uh, truncheons, tear gas, rubber, and life bullets as well. We don't care about youth, and that is why this country is not making uh, any development headway, he says. Very interesting thoughts there, a conversation between the older generation and the younger generation. I know you all have your thoughts on this. Many of you have sent me your thoughts as well on this as well. I knew Sabute sent me one uh, interesting point. Uh, on this and he says uh, that the very posture the doctor talks about is exactly what uh, the, the, the connectors have exhibited. How do you fault pensioners for making demands for what is due them? Because they were not in the streets. That, that invalidates their contributions uh, to the country's struggle for effective 
uh, leadership. And then uh, finally, um, this one from my uh, good old colleague Gifty. Uh, their age and demographic is a giant advantage. And he says, I feel it's not an equal comparison. Uh, let's continue the conversation on many social media platforms. Enjoy the rest of the evening.